captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season four, episode three. Can you believe it? Julie Berkman's older sister. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher and I am here with uh, Akiva Winnegar. <laughs> I'm on fumes, Keeve. Shana Tova. Mm-hmm. Shana Tova. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the podcast event of 5783. Um, I was telling you before we got on <laughs> yeah. that I had a renap-related dream, and I mm-hmm. said, do I tell you this on the podcast before? It's so... You're mentioning me on dates. You're talking. You're dreaming about me. Jeez. <laughs> this wasn't about you. Okay. Um, no. So I had a dream that you were like trying to get under my skin, and were telling me that Brian Cohen was hosting Match Game, and I was like, I think that's an incredible idea. Why would I be annoyed about it? It was like a totally ineffective way. Now uh, you're a supporter, of Brian. Me. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be mad. Well, glad that you know that now. Dream Akeem didn't know that, but I think this was a premonition. I think I think Brian Cohen's uh, potential game show hosting talents are being wasted. All right, we could try and get him on a game. I mean, he's been on game shows, I think, but we could have him host one. Yeah, well, no, famously, he was on what I believe is my last Renap appearance because I told you I wasn't going to be able to do that without the audience getting mad for game night two, and you said, no, 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 it'll be fine. <laughs> Season Brian was on four, that. <laughs> episode three of New Girl, Old no, Guy. That's not even an aggravating point. It just what it's a really incredibly like my haters think they hate me, but I know them. Nobody knows my haters more than I know them. If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Sure. All right, I have an, a retraction. Speaking of my haters, I have to mm-hmm. apologize. No, not a single person. What are you crinkling? <laughs> opening shampoo. <laughs> You're opening shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> It's like people like when I eat on the podcast, but it's they say it's not loud enough. <laughs> I wish I wish I was blind. I have a new shampoo and I'm just sitting here opening it. <laughs> well, you know, when I have to do the recording with my AirPods, I'm very dangerous because I'm mobile. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be changed. So you're to the walking desk. around. No, I'm not. But I could be. <laughs> I'm very free. Mm hmm. I could be doing dishes. You don't know. Um, well, you would know. You're making it seem like you're very clean and like you're you're washing your hair. You're doing dishes. I don't know. Well, I have to go somewhere tonight, so I'll wash my hair, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm you're not going to do the dishes. Uh, you know, I did my dishes before I left for Florida. What's the and longest you'll leave a dish in the sink? You don't. Akiva, I once didn't we discuss this here. on the podcast that I, I threw so. p- dishes away. That we've discussed, food. yeah, yeah. But would so you, that should really answer leave, the question. You leave a dish in the sink for more than a week. Oh my god, months! I leave dishes. What I'm if a, they I'm start a... to like have flies? Well, then I throw them away. <laughs> that's, okay, that's where we. That's where we got to. She's got new dish money. <laughs> um, okay, well, so I have a retraction. So the great show, Tell Me Lies, which I continue to recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, to non-key listeners, mm-hmm. uh, I have a retraction. I said that the star of the show, one of the stars, was Jack White's son. It is Jack White's son, but not that Jack White. <laughs> There's a, how many Jack Whites are there? Well, who's the other Jack? At White? least two, probably a lot. 
I only know. He's only not famous. He's married to to Peggy Bundy. Then how would you, how do you know that he was Jack White's son, but get the wrong Jack White? Because it's like his parents are listed Jack White and Peggy Bundy's real name. Got it. And uh, and then I looked like I did check it. I don't know if I was tired or what. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, confirm, same Jack White. But no, it's not. Um, you and are you a married with children fan? Please? No, no, I, I never really watched it. I've seen it, but I wasn't like a fan. All right, so maybe like we new girl, old guy. It, I don't know. Maybe new girl, old guy, season two. It uh, is uh, <laughs> married with children. And and I'm married with children. You're not married without children. <laughs> maybe we're both by then. Um, maybe, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, I don't even know if Jack White has a kid, and it seems now that you say it, unlikely. He does have a kid. He has a youth. A youth, though. Okay. Yeah. Not an act. Not an actor. Well, I don't know. It could be a child. I believe he has like a young kid. You know what? But I really, I'm going to be here next week retracting that. I don't really need to be talking about mm-hmm. any Jack Whites. Jack's White. I don't know how you yes. pluralize it. Um, and then uh, I have an apology, too. We did not do a digest last week. Rusty. Oh, man. we were Yeah, we're very rusty. So, uh, you know what yeah. we could do for New Girl Old Guy? I was thinking about this. There's something with like... Um, new show old guy where i just like like for example i make you watch an episode of uh shows i wouldn't recommend that you watch Mm -hmm. like tell me lies but i don't really want to be discussing doing more than we're doing but the 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 new girl old guy does lend itself to like other stuff for other people to do not for yeah if this ever becomes a smash hit (laughs) i'm not betting on it at this point i feel like it would have happened already well what's a smash hit generational wealth that's what i always say oh i feel like <laughs> a smash hit by our yeah. metrics is like josh wiggler knocks on our door and is like hey we'd love to um you know write prior wrongs and put you on our network hell no, we, i mean we would listen. say no we're proud we, they, we would we offer, absolutely they, they say won't. no but i would consider the ask mm-hmm. a evidence mm-hmm. that we're a smash hit yeah if i guess if he like butters us up and says hey you guys are a smash hit i would probably <laughs> at that point i'd probably say yes Hey, you guys, your inconsistent podcast is incredible. That is being dwarfed by podcasts of people, the actual show. Did you see my update that the uh, yeah, Welcome to Our Show finally got their SEO? They finally ever. beat us on If You Search New Girl. I mean, they finally appeared. Mazel yeah. tov to them. You know, it's a, the algorithm's slow. It takes like a year to to add somebody to the... No, I think they just didn't have New Girl like in their information mm-hmm. very stupid like i always tell um, we're eating their lunch i always tell matt Lagori that like the dom and colin podcast doesn't come up when you search the challenge because they don't have it like anywhere where it would be mm-hmm. what about survivors does it mention survivor I, I don't i'm not in that world yeah anyway let's get to the digest shall mm-hmm. we so, uh, originally aired september 30th 2014 whoever cares about that Originally aired September 30th. We're, co- we're like very close to the. Uh, oh, yeah, we talked about this. I would love. We, we used to talk about this on the Seinfeld show. It's very. If you could ever record the same day it aired, that's. Uh, there's a name for that. I don't know what it's called, but it would be very exciting. It's close. Mm hmm. Please. Do you remember what the digest is? Yeah, okay. Julie Berkman's <laughs> older sister. 
I get, let, who did I guess Julie Berkman was last week? I think Nick's new girlfriend. Yeah, no, Julie Berkman's older sister. We got our old friend back in town, Rob Reiner, Bob Day, Jess's dad. And what's he doing? He's dating a younger lady. This episode, the podcast episode, I don't know if people know. I guess everyone knows except for me. Um, that you like name each episode of this podcast. So maybe this should be something like uh, Sweet D. Dates Are you out of that. your mind? Wait, you think that I come up with a new name for the podcast every week? New name for the po- you name the podcast episode. Since when? Oh no, you don't. I'm to... sorry. Excuse me. You you give a, like a description in there. You, I you, you write, write a description. The you write worst like a joke. show notes ever. They're great. They're great. Them. They're great. But so for this one, just write sweet sweet D dates dresses that. Okay. So that's basically what it is. Sweet D, obviously young, kind of Jess's age. She dates Jess's dad, and that's what we're going to be talking about. She's a sex addict, uh, and she uh, slept with Jess's boyfriend in high school. By under the bleachers, on top of the bleachers, I, that wasn't clear to me. But anyway. Um, we'll, we'll break it all down for you. Well, that we don't have to break down. but the Oh, we'll break it down. And the river disease. By the way, uh, Sweet D, 1975, uh, Zooey, 1980. So she is even like, uh, you know, she's playing even younger than she is. Do you feel like they say Giardia because they don't want to say gonorrhea on like a I family guess so. show? Yeah, it's like gross, I guess, gonorrhea. I only knew about gonorrhea growing up because it's mentioned in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 1. I thought you were going to say Seinfeld. No, oh yeah, I guess. But the mom says about... Um, about uh dan marino who obviously would never have been the holder in real life but he like held the ball laces out said may he die of gonorrhea and rotten hell about dan marino uh where do you think i stand on ace ventura well these days i think the movie is probably canceled not these days not these days oh you think it's back standard days oh it was you mean then it was canceled prior days well, I didn't I'm know like you, even what it was think, about when I was Do you 11. think I like Ace Ventura? Yeah, probably. No. Never you didn't like it, it then? Commercials gross me out. Gross you out? Why? Because he's talking with his butt? Yeah, just whatever the commercial was. Like, really broke, grossed me out. I mean, I mean, 11-year-old Akiva is the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. I don't yeah, recognize it. 11-year-old Akiva is probably gross. <laughs> I was a classy kid. They called me Classy Keith, but the classy was with a K. <laughs> okay like kardashians um mm-hmm. all right well you you left out the b story but i think you hit the highlights the b story yeah. is where we open where schmidt is all stressed out because he's got a big sponge pitch not those kinds of sponges cleaning nope. sponges yeah <laughs> and he reminds us i kind of forgot because it's been so long since you watched a single episode of this much less you know the episodes that set this plot up and Schmidt and Nick are still sharing a room post breakup. Very funny. The show is nothing doing... if not consistent from week to week. Just like us. Are 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 they doing enough with that? Like I almost like I had to actually rewatch the beginning to understand Schmidt's issue. So Schmidt is like unable to work because of the stress of the state of their room and the apartment. I did laugh at the did you not consult your item map when Jess is looking for the French press. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. Do you need yeah. one of those, an item map in your home with your 100? I would children? love if they these freaking hoarders had an item map. Trust me. 
<laughs> I love it. Um, I know where everything is. I, I like. I wasn't always organized, but at this point, I basically know where everything is. My stuff isn't neat. Like my shirts aren't necessarily like folded well, because I don't really know how to fold well. But ever, I know where everything is. I could like find almost anything in ten seconds that I own. You literally I, referred to that as like in the same way that you would if you were like three days into a vacation at a resort. Like I more or less have my bearings. I more or less could tell you where everything is. <laughs> no, you don't know this where everything you own is. Like a shirt. I'm you know like going. I'm going as. Am? I'm going as specific. No, I mean nobody. Like I, within two seconds, I could find anything I own. How you gross think I am? I can do that. I'm pretty even a good. piece of paper. I'm saying like anything. Yeah, you I like know it. where things are. I, I'm the classic like disgusting person who once they organize, I can't find anything. But when it's unorganized, I can find it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's classic, but fine. No, I think that's like classic. It's like once I put it away, it's like I don't know where. I don't it think is, it's a trope at all. For messy people, it is. Mm-hmm. Just disgusting people, drop it in the comments. If you... What's your opinion on Messi, the soccer player? Is he canceled? Did he do a headbutt? What's his thing? No, that was Zidane many years ago. Well, it's been a long time since I dated a soccer guy. I'll know more about soccer if the time comes. For now. Ooh, maybe you should go to a soccer bar and try and pick up a guy who's into soccer. That was more of a high school me. Yeah. High um, school or post-college. Yeah, but it could be a European guy, you know, like someone with a little more uh, joie de vivre. I don't know what that means. Don't and I don't me mean it. to set women back 100 years. I'm literally just talking about me. I like sports, and I tend to be a sports chameleon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sue me, you know? I'm not speaking. I, if you be stop being a Mets fan, I think I would never forgive you. Uh, I really, really, really don't want the Mets to win the World Series this year. How about it's that? It's like the meanest thing you've ever said. I really, really like. But you know what? When I really first of all, they won't. The to worry about it. To win the Super Bowl, they did. So mm-hmm. me rooting against the Mets is the best thing to happen to the Mets in 31 years. Mm-hmm. I do like the spite rooting against. I I respect it. I wish I wish you could root against the Jets, maybe because they they could use some love. <laughs> it's not forever, certainly not. I would mm-hmm. not flatter anyone to think that they could uh, ruin the Mets for me. But mm-hmm. you know, this year would be really great if uh, they could suffer a loss, <laughs> which is really mean because it's like the best shot they've but, had in like. But decades, not to the right? Braves. Well, like, I could deal next with losing to the to, Dodgers. You know, uh, there's another there's another Ian who would like to come discuss the Braves next week when he joins us. Oh, that's right. So you Freaking can take that up with him. Bandwagon. He's got the Braves winning the World Series, the Cowboys front runner. I don't think he's a bandwagon Braves fan. And Minnesota. They're going to be like really good this year. The Timberwolves. Why do you know all of his team? Why do I, I know everyone's team? I, like, my number one skill team? is like knowing. I've said this, maybe not on this show, no but in my, real life. I like, if I meet someone for five minutes, I can tell you like exactly to the hundredth of a decimal how into sports they are and then if i know somebody's like teams okay once, obviously you said i don't this think before. this is unusual like Sorry i'll remember please. if i like if you ask me like a guy i went to fourth grade with i can tell you which teams you root for no question you want that's amazing i don't mean to take that away from you you can't remember your niece and nephew's names but it's i don't fine. know any of their names you, right <laughs> i wouldn't recognize them on the street if they weren't with their parents and but... like i want to know less about them <laughs> that's too much no but you uh you once said that about uh someone and you were like give me the facts about them and i did yeah. and you were like well i would need to know you were like i can tell you how big a sports fan anyone is yeah really i need to meet and then you were like i, I need more information like, yeah how big i, I need to meet them they? i think 
Um, all right. Well, if anybody wants to test Akiva's knowledge about how big of a sports fan they are, I will take you out to directly. lunch, and then I will, I will. We'll I've been promised the... a lot of lunches, and oh, I'm please. very. You, I, I'll from... offer. You'll like. Uh, you're not interested. Akiva, you're I've eaten up. Okay, whatever. You're. I, I've actually taken you to lunch. I have not seen a lunch returned. Do you have any, You've any, offered me in any trips to TA minutes. coming up soon. <laughs> in 15 minutes, a man you've never met can pick you up for an hour and a half drive during mm-hmm. your workday mm-hmm. and bring you to my parents' house for mm-hmm. Shabbat, where you'll be stranded until this person decides to drive back. Can I did not it? offer that. It is that oh I would have done, but I didn't do that. Akiva, I invite no, you for Shabbat. Or maybe it wasn't Shabbat. It was like, it's, you're right. Because then how it was would like you Wednesday drive? night dinner. It yeah, was yeah. like a right, regular day. I love it. You should have said yes. You got to live a little. It was like 4 p.m. It was like, if you can leave your job, <laughs> get in a job. car with a stranger. Strange, nice and guy. Then, mm, I mean, a person. Whatever. I, I, say, I would no. hope that he wasn't a murderer. That's not, not a issue. No, definitely not a murderer. I, I, nice, no, the I, issue is I don't want to talk to somebody I don't know for the hour. What I'm if you called me the from danger. the car or something? Or like had a, like a conversation with Missy. I don't for the hour. That's <laughs> true. I, I don't, yeah, yeah, I hear you. What if you watch the movie? <laughs> like, I... Distract the driver. We think we're too nice as a society in like if we have nothing to say about a person, man or woman, we like we just say like he's a nice guy. When not everyone's nice. Like eighty percent of the populace can't. You're saying be nice. about Hemi, you're saying Hemi is you have nothing nice to say about him, so you said he was a nice guy? Yeah, but then no, but now I'm saying he's not even nice. That's my my point is like <laughs> I, I, I mean, people have good qualities, but I just think, like, we're so quick. If, like, hey, you want to go out this person? Like, you, you have something coming. Like, oh, he's a nice guy. She's a nice girl. Like, most people, like, are they? Like, I want, like, exceptionally nice for nice. You know what I mean? I know some people are very nice, and I'm usually not interested in those people. No, I agree. Like, but in I, getting to know them in any way. I don't mean romantically. Nice like, I, just I have like, no interest in being around people who are nice. I, Yeah. Nice is nice is just a catch-all for like I have nothing to say about this person. Okay, well you heard it here first, Keith theory. Yeah, no one no, is I, nice. Uh, I have a question for you. Or if they were really nice, you'd have other attributes that you'd be. Yeah, highlighting. that's what I'm saying. If they were nice, yeah. they probably like. Oh, they do a lot of charity. They're oh, philanthropic. They, like, I was thinking cross, the same thing. Cross little old ladies when they're going in, <laughs> in the street. What By the way, not, it's a little screwed up if you think about it. Like nobody's ever crossing little old men crossing the street. You have enough. It's just a, what you think. It's like, all right, they, if they get hit, who cares? Like, maybe there aren't as many little old men as women. They're, like, gone, but. To be honest, I've never seen anyone cross anyone. I guess you don't know. What were you going to ask me? You had an exciting question. Well, yeah, this episode, all right, so Sweet D is going to come into the picture in a second. Sure. I want to know, because you're famously a big fan of the FX show The League. But right. what about the show that came on right before The League for a bunch of years? Uh, still on. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Well, didn't we discuss this with Caroline? Because Sweetie is the second main cast I member. I don't remember from... your uh, level of fandom of IASIP. Yeah. Well, it's funny you bring up the league because I was going to bring up the league when it came to the, the sex addict plot. Because I feel like edgy sitcoms like really try to do up the sex addict plot. Mm-hmm. And it never really hits for me. I'm never interested. Particularly the way they do it on the league with Russell. I'm yeah. very uninterested in that. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but okay, uh, you know. I guess Rafi technically, you could probably classify him there, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Rafi bomb. Okay, but uh, th- I mean, it's always sunny. It's interesting. 
Could I probably have gotten into It's Always Sunny and watched every episode? Yes, absolutely. Like, the maybe 10 to 15 episodes I've seen, I've enjoyed. But including, like, I've seen the sort of true American-esque one where they, like, make their own drinking mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But I've never gotten into it. It's like, if it's on an airplane, I might select it as in-flight entertainment and watch mm-hmm. an episode. But I'm not. And I'm generally aware of, like, the characters and the gist. But I, I've not seen a full season of it. You? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen most of the episodes of the show. I do think, for whatever reason, I feel like most people I know who watch It's Always Sunny, it, it's like a pretty male-skewing demo for some weird reason. I don't know. I think you know, that, that was like FX, FX or Stick, I think, honestly, back then. Yeah, I don't know much about the audience of It's Always Sunny. It's definitely like the people who watch Always Sunny like really stump for it. I don't even stump um, for it. I've seen it. I like it, but I don't stump for it at all. Have you you've seen the full se- series? You, yeah. Are you current? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you don't stump for it. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's good. No, I definitely like it, obviously, or I would stop watching it. But I, like, it's not in the same ballpark as Seinfeld. I think a lot of my entry points into certain shows that I wouldn't have come across otherwise, like The League, um, are rely on my brother being interested in it. So, like, my oh, brother okay. watched The League and was like, you gotta watch this. I don't mm-hmm. know where my brother's... I think my brother's probably seen more episodes of it's always sunny than i have but definitely not stumping for it so mm-hmm. ironically you don't stump for his baseball team you don't care about his happiness but i don't stump for my brother's baseball. So t- oh i told him to his face and he was like well you know we'll see mm-hmm. yeah um okay one question i have so we find out that nick has been using the french press to depulp his juice and a crystal candy bowl to collect the pulp which begs the question for me is Nick removing the pulp to keep the pulp as opposed to removing yeah. the pulp to right, have pulp-free right? juice? I don't know. And I'm anti-pulp. I don't even think about pulp. So I don't know. Hate pulp. Hate the pulp. Hate it. I would think that, like, Schmitz buys pulpy juice and Nick is – That's what? a really disgusting – Pulpy juice is a disgusting way to put it. Yeah, and you – and it, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it was pretty hard S there. It sounded like pulpy juice. Okay, let's just get the hell away from this. Uh, Schmidt's got a lot of great lines here, though. I've gone from rags to riches to rags. It's a reverse Annie. I laughed out loud, and it's probably the eighth time I've heard him say that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but you love everything but theater. Well, what's... I'm not a real Annie gal, but fair enough. Yeah. you. I mean, you hate all redheads. That's not true. Name a redhead you like. Roger Klotz from Doug. From Doug, he's fake. <laughs> redhead. So is Annie. You couldn't name one redhead. Julie Klausner. Like. Julie Klausner. Yeah, she's a redhead. Yeah, I like a lot of redheads. Mm-hmm. I like redheads. Okay. Um. All right. Have people been selling sponges since the days of Abraham? Is that Abraham? Is that a reference to some Jewish lore? I first of all, why does he call of, him is... that? He called him like Ibrahim or something. Like, she should be saying Avraham, not Ibrahim. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I, they messed that up. That, they messed Is that up some there. gentle anti-Semitism, like Jews are merchants? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know why he called him Avraham. That was, that was what I wrote down. Well, get over that. I think that was like... That's all I wrote down. Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I think it should have been selling where, selling their wares. Since the yeah. Selling sponges. I was like, oh, Akiva's about to enlighten me about like this famous uh, sponge merchant. The only Jewish Kanan. sponges I know are from Seinfeld. <laughs> are they Jewish? 
I took a sip of water and you said nothing. I, I'm going to edit this out. Okay. Um, so Jess, Jess's dad is coming with the new girlfriend. So that's why everyone's in a tizzy. It's a nice little moment of full loft chaos, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. do, you didn't mention that guy. Do you like this episode? Where are we at? Do I usually four? mention that in like the beginning of a podcast? Like, yeah. Sometimes. I yeah, I like this episode. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Someone cut all the clips of Akiv saying whether or not he liked the I don't, episode. I don't. I don't. I, I. There are a lot of episodes I don't even say if I liked or not. All right. Well, Akiva, I'm trying to get the conversation going here. Okay, you're silent. You I've got you water. The conversation now. wasn't going. First of all, it's, it's late. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't mentioned on this show. I mentioned on the last episode I, I recorded. I'm doing a triple header. This is three of three for me tonight. Well, good for NGOG catching on the third. No, I'm just kidding. That's because I well, I did 32 fans, then I did a uh, pretty quick episode of Robin and Kevin podcast, maybe the shortest one we've ever done, and then oh, what a blessing to the listeners! <laughs> and then I don't know what they'll do with the other four hours their day, and then um, and then NGOG a, a triple header and what trifecta? Well, look, here's the thing: you're back from the holidays, so it's like you gotta. I wouldn't record on the holidays, and neither I, would I'm, Chester. I'm, ca- and... I'm catching up. Yeah. This is the back to work, baby. You got to get it, get mm-hmm. it going. Um, all right. So we find out Jess has a storied history with his father's girlfriends. And I love that Cece is there in this best friend role. This is one of my favorite Cece episodes so far, where she's there to just laugh at how crazy Jess is going to get. And they go through, like, in the past what Jess has done. And Jess resolves, like, no, I'm going to be nice to her regardless. Mm-hmm. And then, as you put, as you set up, it's Ashley, Julie Berkman's older sister from high school, played by the great Caitlin Olson. I really like Caitlin Olson. Like, forget how I feel about uh, the show. It's always sunny. She's great. I no, find they, her very funny. They have like a podcast similar to the New Girl podcast, where they just—it's I think it's more video, where Even they just like Mac? sit. In, no, they all like the four of them like sit in a oh, room wow. basically and talk about every episode. And they just, like, shoot the, you know, they just, like, talk mostly. I don't know if it's, like, that. I don't think they're going beat by beat from the episode. I think maybe they watch it before they start. I don't know. Can you rank the four of them who's most to least famous? Most, oh, famous. Okay. I think I have a pretty decisive answer. They are actually have a weird level of fame. Very, I'm not very unusual, but it's interesting in that they're more recognizable fame then like rob McElhenney is like a big deal and it's his show right he's the he created the show but he has first of all has a terrible name no offense like his name is rob McElhenney. akiva winnaker saying somebody has a bad name uh, listen no there's a the, the only reason i'm not famous is because my name is akiva <laughs> and, and then you're, and you're arguably mildly famous and then that should be your new twitter bio arguably, arguably mildly famous. no that would be that would be so horrible okay <laughs> Obviously, we're taking Danny D out. He's the most famous of them. Oh, yeah, no, million. just the four. Charlie Day, Caitlin Olsen, Rob McElhenney, Glenn Howerton. That's the order. That's correct. Yeah, it's not even it, – it, there's there's tears between all four of them. There's there's no <sighs> way to – but, like, Mac is Mac gets recognized on the street every day of his life, but his name isn't super famous. Same thing with Glenn Howerton, whose name is even – first of all, he doesn't – Here's the problem. Glenn Howerton I couldn't does have not... even told you his name. Yeah, he doesn't look like a Glenn Howerton at all. That's the problem. No, almost nobody looks less like their name on Earth. But you, I mean, take this with the spirit in which it's intended. You look like an Ali Lasher. 
I how would else would I take that? I don't. I mean, I agree. Your name was like. Uh, let me help you out here, Samantha. Uh, no, no. Uh, let me help you out. I'm Lewis. intervening. Yeah. My dad wanted to name me Bridget as one of the options. I think if I were Bridget Lasher, I don't look like Bridget Lasher. You don't look like Bridget Lasher. Bridget is not really a J name, also. Well, and, sure, but forget that. And I, the one thing I'll say about Bridgets, they do tend to have dark hair. No, I know Bridget. The only Bridget I know is blonde. Mm, what about Bridget she's... Bardot? Brigitte? Nobody knows. First of all, she's French. I feel <laughs> oh, like okay. most Bridgets have dark hair. Okay. Don't fact check that. How many Bridgets do you know? Zero. <laughs> I think most people in your life have dark hair, which is it's why true. I'm here. Well, not true, because my daughters have, like, my sisters. They all have blonde hair. All right. Listen. Me and Mara have dark hair. I think that here's what's funny is they really tried to make like Charlie Day happen where he was like movie star quality. Mm -hmm. They like plucked him out of the show. And I don't know that it really like took off. I like Charlie Day. I actually just watched a movie with him and. uh, No, I think you're wrong. I think it did take off. I think he never probably reached the height that maybe someone would have guessed he would have reached. Didn't take off. That's what that means. No, he took off. You're you're not correct. Uh, Wait, (laughs) you want to do some IMD bags? Can I finish a sentence? Yeah, I think they wanted him to be like movie star, whatever. They put him in the horrible bosses. They he shows up, he's recognizable, but could he carry his own movie blockbuster? I don't think so. We're gonna find out because I'm on his IMDb. I just watched. I probably watched his most recent credit, and you've never heard of it on Amazon Prime. What's it called? With a not Alana Glazer. What's her name? What's the girl from? the girl, Marcel Deschamps. No, no, that's Jenny Slate. Yeah, Jenny Slate. I want you back. Yeah, you ever heard of that? Never no. heard of it. I watched that. I enjoyed it. I liked it. On Charlie Amazon Day. Prime? I just don't just think it happened there? the way it was supposed to happen. I hear what you're saying, but I think, all right, so he's in. The no, no, what bosses. you actually said was, no, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. He's in the Horrible Bosses movies. He's in Fist Fight. He's in. What the hell is Fist Fight? You're citing a movie from 2017 that you've never seen. Well, it was mentioned on Doughboys a lot because the main guest. Oh, okay. It was mentioned on a podcast, <laughs> the height of fame. So I hear what you're saying. He did fall, but here's here's what he's got. I'm not oh. saying he fell. I'm. Oh, saying we watched they him in how we watched out. him in how did we watch this? How it ends? Not a no, leading man that. of a block, but he cannot carry a blockbuster movie. Okay, here's his 2023. This may be the year of Charlie Day. Okay. He's in the untitled Mario film. He's Luigi. He's freaking Luigi. Animated, but okay. And then untitled Charlie Day movie. You just said he can't cancel his own movie. Well, I got some news for you, lady. I didn't say he if can't the movie it. is literally named after him. Is he, he plays... writing it? Do we know anything else about the untitled okay. Charlie Day? Yes. The premise is a silent character becomes an accidental celebrity only to lose it all. Okay. He He's wrote playing... the movie. That's why it's called that. Yes. He's, he's also the star. star. And he's playing Every... a character called The Fool. Every actor famously has to write and direct their own project in order to star in it. Correct. You've won. <laughs> All right. Uh, I well... wonder who. Let me look at this. Uh, reshoots. No, there's a lot of big names. No, it's a very star heavy movie. But I want to know is like, where is it coming at? It, has, it hasn't been sold yet. 
Oh, look at look at Miss Inside Baseball over here has been sold. Yeah, what I'm saying is it coming? Is it it... got a 52 minute standing ovation? No, but would you say that Jake Johnson? I honestly think that Charlie Day is in a similar tier to Jake Johnson. Much more famous. Maybe slightly above. He's more famous. If they're in the same movie, same agent. You're right. He's more famous, but slightly above. Yeah, he's not not very much spilling over. Well, how about this? Here's who else is in the movie with him, okay? Kate Beckinsale, who's more famous? With with uh, CD Davidson factored in or not? No. Is Charlie Day more famous? I think Kate Beckinsale is more famous, but I don't know why. She is more famous. She's more A-list. Women sometimes get like worse feelings because of sexism in Hollywood, but yeah, she's more famous. More A-list, if that's how we're judging it. I agree. Jason Sudeikis or Charlie Day? Not even in the conversation. Obviously, Jason Sudeikis is more famous. Edie Falco or Charlie Day? Edie Falco, more famous. Twister John Naughty. Malkovich. I would say to the general audience. John Malkovich or Charlie Day? <sighs> this is tough. What's... What, what, yeah, what do you think Malkovich is famous, but Malkovich is very famous. He has a more famous the name, name possibly, but like because of his name. But he's like, uh, he's not usually the star. He's usually like the fourth lead, you know? Neither is Charlie Day. They're very, I would say equal. Okay. Ray Liotta. Are you going to tell me if you disagree or no? No, I, I, I'll i tell you if I disagree. I think you're right. right. Okay. I mean, I'm upset because you're, you're sort of winning the overall argument, <laughs> but I'm nothing if not, you know, fair. <laughs> There's I like think by saying by agreeing that he's equally as famous as John Malkovich, and you just said that John Malkovich is like fourth lead max. Yeah. I rest my case. Dr. Ken Jong, Adrian Brody. Common. This is tough. Ken Jong is, is tough. No, I, I like think what you're the Hangover movies were really big. I think he's more famous. He's in You think Ken Jong's more famous? Because he had a failed TV show. Yeah, but you know what? He's in everything. And he was he shows in community. Up, like, you're, you're like hanging out with your friends. He shows like he shows up to everything. Ken I think kind of equal. I feel the same he's way about Charlie He's never said Day. no to any project. I think He's like, equal. I quit med school, and I will make up for it by being in. If you think that Ken Jong is more famous than Charlie he's Day. He's freaking then, on the mass singer. That's like uh, Then I don't Mr. even Middle understand America. how we're how, how we got to this place that you think that Charlie Day is like Ken a Jung is famous. The, the freaking Right, but not but he can't movie. carry a movie either on his own. You ever hear of all three hangovers? The, he was not the star of the hangover. He was the breakout he of the hangover. Stole the, the show. Just like no, okay, one Charlie Day did back in the a day. Blockbuster. Right, but that is not him carrying a blockbuster movie on the cover, on the Who poster. Carry a blockbuster movie in twenty. Just Tom Cruise. Really. Hangover is an ensemble. Look, Charlie Day is an ensemble star. He is not a leading man, and that's the end of the story. Okay, we're so off topic. He's not even in this. Now, do you, well, do you think? Here's the question: Do you think that Charlie Day is going to make an appearance on New Girl or any of the other folks? It would not shock me. Um, but I would. I mean, we're over 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 halfway done, so I'm going to say no at this point. Yeah, no, he definitely does not. But that, we would have seen him. <laughs> we just a lot of time we off. Just they film for like a few Caitlin months Olsen. and then they don't. Yeah. Well, the Kaylin Olsen All story right. is crazy. Like she, I think he had like another girlfriend, and then like right before the show started, he like ditched her for Kaylin Olsen, and then she became D. And now like oh, has you're, his, you're his, seriously? and has his children. I thought they were yeah, yeah. Really? No, I they are married now, married. but this is like 15 years ago at this point. The show's in like even more. The show's in year 77, you know, season 77. Would so you know she, I just like... read the story about Jessica What's Seinfeld that? and Jerry Seinfeld? Well, don't read the ones about the other ones. When he was 38 <laughs> dating a 17-year-old. Okay, well, that's not for us to discuss right now. What's I'm talking the, about the story? 
that she was married. She met Jerry like right before she got married. She got married, went on her honeymoon, came back, started dating Jerry. She was divorced four months after her wedding. I like to think. And she Jerry's has said guy, in like an. But I don't think she says in an interview that like it had nothing to do with Jerry. She like made a bad decision to get married when she was unhappy mm-hmm. and something something something. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like when there's smoke, there's fire with all this Jerry relationship stuff. But they've been together for a long time. Long time. All right, well, let's get back to the... I thought you were going to say the Kayla Nelson plotline in the show is crazy. Because basically, like, the big, like, fast girl from high school who had sex with Jess's boyfriend under the bleachers while Jess was sitting on the bleachers. That was mm-hmm. the uh, okay, over-under issue. Um, had sex with her D.A.R.E. officer. That made me crack up. Do you, mm, did you do funny. D.A.R.E.? Orthodox no. Jews do dare? Come on. Okay. No. They like to sweep things <laughs> under the rug. <laughs> I know about it from TV. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is a very funny scene. I mean, it's obviously like a ridiculous plot line, but I enjoyed Cece like egging it on and just like trying to fight her instincts as like the meddling kid. Uh, and I like, I, again, Kayla Nelson is very funny when she's like, have you kept in touch with our dare officer? And she's like, that rumor was true. <laughs> Maybe I like got some laughs. I mean, she's perfect. Playing a character dating her dad, na- nicknamed Trashley, like is perfect for Kaylin Olsen. Um, and yeah, she does a lot of funny like Mr. X where she's just like, oh yeah, I went to rehab for sex addiction. Third time's a charm. For a lot of people, but not for me. For me, it was for Like she has yeah. great timing. It's very Yeah, funny. I mean, it's always funny. I think they probably do a little improv and stuff like that and she's she's a master of this at this point um it is i like that jess's approach here is that she's not angry because she's like judging the age difference yeah or she doesn't want her dad to be happy it's like she thinks ashley's gonna hurt him and he's yeah, got a yeah, history she just of being wants played. her dad not to get hurt it's a great point yeah, yeah yeah she doesn't actually care about the things maybe you'd care about like oh the age difference like you just said i think it's, it's a good point she's she actually has pretty genuine concerns and you would think that she was the one, like, meddling or doing all of this. But really, Cece's there being like, check her phone. Look at her phone. And they find these texts from Jim. Turns out that she is, like, a sex therapist and Jim's a client. Uh, Kelly has a question for you, Keeve, specifically. Yeah. Oh, I'm just kidding. By the way, that's one of, the, that's one of, like, the best jokes in the history of the series. When, when it's like, oh, Jim is texting you. He's asking about human. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote in my notes asking about various spices. <laughs> this podcast is gross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, help help Kelly understand why Jess's sister are named Crabtree and Evelyn. You familiar with Crabtree and Evelyn? No. Oh, that made me laugh. I thought like Crabtree and Evelyn was like a known thing. It's like a it's like a Bed Bath and Beyond, like a like lotions and stuff, Have you like ever heard for of old Crabtree women. Crabtree and Evelyn, Mara. Mare. Yeah. I've never heard of it. But Mara has. Yeah, yeah, she has. Of course. Um, but okay. So, uh, I have this, like, very serious, sincere, like, re- reconciliation conversation where she's like, I've had to, I always have to take care of you since mom left. And he's like, there are things that you don't even know about. My mom says that to me a lot. Like, I think from a kid's perspective, you think like, oh, I've helped my parents with this or that. And it's like, all of the times you helped me, you did. But you had no idea it was like way worse. Like, yeah. I forget what he said. Like, 
what was it? There was like a woman who made him do cocaine. Like she didn't really know the half of what she thought she knew. And like at the end of the day, his choices, his consequences, she doesn't have to worry about it and can stop like intervening. Interesting. Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> okay. We're getting the, the third tier keep here. Mm-hmm. We're getting the Rob McElhenney of Akiva's. Uh, but no, I mean, there's a sweet moment between par- uh, parent and kid. Depends on what your relationship is with your parents. Uh, but, you know, my dad's not around. <laughs> that makes sense. It sounds like he ran off. Uh, you know, I feel like a certain responsibility for my mom. So I related to this conversation. Although I don't know that my mom's ever been forced by a woman to try booger sugar. Hopefully not. <laughs> I did like the line, oh, Ashley's going to relapse. Uh, let's turn her off by blaring, blasting NPR. It's pretty good. What about um, the Tal Bachman, so, She's So High? Is that a song you were familiar with beforehand? Yeah, I definitely can sing that if my life depended on it. Oh, that, well, that was my, ne- that was my, my range. next question. She's so high. No, I can't do Ironically, that. the range very high. Mm-hmm. I can barely hit a Yosef. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a one-hit wonder, right, Tal Bachman? Yeah, Kelly actually asked a question about this to you. And his I didn't his pull question, it what's your second favorite Tal Beckman song? <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell you that name of that person for $100 million. But I know that song. Yeah, his first his first name is actually Talmudge. Talmudge. Really? Yeah. Talmud? Not Talmud. T-A-L-M-A-G-E. <laughs> oh, He's a for, former Mormon. Try saying that ten times fast. Aren't we all from a moment's detail? No, I mean, not okay. really. <laughs> all right. Producer Kelly has a question. I clocked this, too. So Jess is once again going to orchestrate a proposal between two people. Kelly says, Keeve, a zillion points if you remember the other time Jess has done this. I think you're going to remember it. Jess has done what? Sorry. I was re- reading Tal Bachman's Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. This is the second time. So Jess orchestrates the proposal with her dad. For her dad. This is the second time in the series we've seen Jess orchestrate a proposal for somebody in a very similar way. I don't remember the first one. Oh, Kelly was right. I I thought you would remember this. Is it like very inside baseball? I'm not sure. No, it's, I would say it's one of the more memorable characters who's not in the core six. Okay. Engaged. I don't remember. That you would remember. Okay, who are some people that you remember as being like, Guest name stars. some people. I don't know. I don't want to start naming. No, you name that. some people. Just like I'm literally two people. Who are the first two people you remember who have been on the show who are not in the core six? Uh, the businessman guy. No. And. But it um, is one of Jess's ex boyfriends. Yeah, I was gonna go. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go with that or um, Schmidt's boss. No, no, I'm telling you, it's one of. Okay, Jess's but I don't. I don't remember who. Sounds like Gunslinger. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So remember uh, Asian me, the girl yes. that he cheats on yes, with yes, Jess? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, kudos to me and Kelly for recalling that. Um, okay. Well, now Jess's dad is engaged and we go, let's take it to the second plot line of Schmidt making a sponge focus group with the boys because he is selling sponges to men. Kelly says, what's the uh, silliest thing you've seen advertised to, quote, to men? I think Greek yogurt in a black cup instead of a white cup is up there. Yeah, that is weird. 
I don't like Greek yogurt in any cup, though. No, do you, have you seen any products that are like advertised particularly to men that you think is stupid? I mean, like I on TV, like a lot of commercials skew men, but not like only men can try this, you know. I thought you would immediately cite your Manscaped advertisements so you had to. Oh, read that's right. That is right. Hands. I forgot about. Oh, listen, I don't hey, want to give them free They cut us do off. Do you groom with with weed <laughs> whackers? Vroom vroom, like fast speeds. Like it's it like crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I, for, I, I forgot about them. And also, it's funny. They, like, emailed us a few months ago, and they're like, hey, can we advertise with you? But, like, they have so many just, like, in and out of the company, you know, like, uh, underlings. They didn't know that they had advertised with us. So it was like, what's the point? We, we're, we've already done this. Didn't you say we got an email that you were going to tell me about offline and you never did? I don't remember what it was. Perfect. I'm glad people are emailing you about it. Um, I do like the pitch. We all know that men are idiots. <laughs> Blast America right in the face with a little bit of shit. <laughs> Somehow that works, and he's allowed to put together a real focus group um, for the campaign. Keith, what would it take to sell a sponge to you? It'd be free? They pay you to use it? Uh, free wouldn't you be. You do through I mean, dishes. If they, if they mailed it to me, I would use Oh, like a dish sponge? Yeah, that I would use. Well, that's what he's selling, a sponge. I mean, yeah. weird that they focus it on the bedroom. I feel like people don't use I mean, Not that I'm the, the the master of cleaning, but I feel like people don't use a sponge like that in their bedroom too often. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> um, we learn that Schmidt's working on his autobiography, his memoir called Punting the Sweet Fantastic. Olivia wants to know, do we have a working title for our autobiography? If it was a joint one? No, no, sorry, I asked that weird. But yeah, I mean, whatever you could come up with with your third tier brain. Hmm. Well, I've never heard of like a joint biography before. I'm sure like Penn and Teller have written one. Have one. I mean, can Teller write? Like, I know he doesn't speak, right? I think it's separate. So I don't think he could write in his voice. They have they have books they've co-written. New book. Wild that that's the first duo I could think of. I know. It's like right to the t- right to the top of the head. Hmm. Uh, new book. Can you fill out the second half of the title? I think yours yours would be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm Jew in town." Hey, I'm Jew in town. <laughs> like a pun, like a pun on like. Uh huh. Shabbat Shalom, like the, the Shemini this... reference, like. Mm-hmm. The 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 god. But I would have to like move caster. to like I move to like Pamplona, Spain, and then it's like Jew in town. You know what I mean? Because you have to be new. Like <laughs> where am I new? Maybe that's the twist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. So he meet he he lures the guys to the parking garage of his work under the false sense of security or no the promise of pizza. Whoops. And gives them points. He's going to stack a focus group for for himself to prove that men like sponges, men like cleaning. Uh, biggest shock to me in this episode is that Nick does not tip delivery people. I feel like for somebody who works in the service industry, yeah. that doesn't make Nick any has sense. a lot of weird takes, but you want to keep him likable. So I don't, that's a weird take for him. Uh, here's something interesting. So Nick meets a girl in the focus group. He immediately backs off and stops helping Schmidt in favor of impressing the girl. Uh, Coach is doing a perfect job delivering his lines. 
mayhem breaks out. Gina finds out that she comes in and says, oh, this is clearly rigged. Here's something from IMDb trivia. I think this is more of a goof. Gina should have known Schmidt's focus group was fake as soon as she saw Winston, her son's yeah, Winston. former nanny. Yeah, the nanny. Yep, 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 yep. I didn't make that connection. Yeah, good catch, Mr. Goofs. Yeah, good good catch. Uh, we love to see it. Um, But then, like, Schmidt is making a pitch to Gina, and Nick butts in, and they kind of, like, ad-lib, like, a pretty decent pitch if you're going to pitch sponges to men and, like, kind of, like, a gendered way Mm -hmm. um and it's you know it's it's okay and he gets the account we later see the commercial the commercial is disgusting but and i just mean like it's boring no i mean it's boring you think well it's like stupid it is stupid but it's sort of like exactly what his vision was no yeah that's true well it reminds me it's very like paris hilton on the car eating the cheeseburger the carl's jr ads yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all get back together in the loft, and here's to attending a wedding with everyone from high school on my dad's side of the family. I love the line of Nick, the the bit of Nick cleaning something with his foot, and there's a sponge in his hand. That's literally me. Like to get if anybody has any doubt about my ability to clean my apartment, that would be me. Uh, you're gonna ask me if Ko's coming back. Well, first, I'm going to tell you that my second favorite line, maybe tied for first with the line last week about musicals, is in this part of the episode. Of the whole series? What is it? Without ashes to rise from a phoenix would just be a bird getting up. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Yeah, no, Kelly's going to ask you uh, what's coming back and continuing from the episode. Are Bob and Ashley going to get married? Are we going to see Caitlin Olsen again? And are we going to see the wedding? I do think we have to. I mean, like, it would be nuts if we don't see her again. I don't think they're going to get married. Okay. Uh, do do we see Brittany from the focus group again? The girl Nick's talking to. I say no, but it's it's not with strong conviction. And then is this the the key to Schmidt moving out? Is this what's going to happen? That Schmidt has success from the sponge account and is able to move out of the shared room. It's interesting. I'm not sure. I do think. Um, I do. What he said his goal is to be a millionaire by the end of the season or something. Nah, I mean, something. he wouldn't say season, but like the next year, something. <laughs> end of his thirties. I don't remember what he said. Well, look, I, I think it's untenable for them to continue to bunk together, and they're clearly yeah. not making it like a huge plot. So somebody's yeah. got to go. So yeah, who's gonna agree. go? Uh, yeah, I think I think Nick will go. You mean he'll move out of the loft entirely? Or maybe back in with Jess? I'm not sure. Okay. We got a game of musical chairs here. Maybe Who coach. won the episode? Won the episode. I mean, Schmidt does well at work, ultimately. I'm going to say Rob Reiner. <laughs> I mean, that's a good answer, because he does yeah. get engaged to a much younger woman. Yeah, Rob Reiner won the not episode. Not that age matters, but like... No. Of course not. Pretty big prize. But beauty also. Rider. Sure. Um, yeah, I would say it's definitely him or Schmidt. I'll go with you on that, him. Uh, yeah. Kelly says Cece. She's so funny. Her, I, I do think Great if, it was like yeah, who yeah. had the best episode, it's mm-hmm. Cece. But yeah. in terms of like comedy. So Kelly says she's so, so funny. Her lines, am I supposed to say client now? And facial reactions all episode are perfect. 
and she was a big driver of the plot, egging just on. It felt true to a 20-year friendship to totally relish a friend being old school crazy about something they've been dealing with since they were kids. Honorable mention to Gina Schmidt's boss who killed in every scene. Yeah. So I think different characterization there. Not characterization. Different. Yeah, Rob Reiner's got to be the winner, though. Kelly's got a different, uh, what's it called? Not metric, like, uh, scale. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? (laughs) Um... She, I just read it. She said, Oh, she's... got it, got it. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to like read a, a metric. But why male like... models? Yeah. Um, no, we're both slow on the uptake today. All right. I'm, I'm going to, I'll insert a banana minute in post, but I want to discuss the banana minute before and then Please. I'll play it for other people. Okay. So this is the one where, uh, Yosef is eating sushi. Okay. And he says, This was the big baby reveal that ah. he's going to give his avocado so tell break it down because you can't really understand you well i haven't heard it in a long time but he but, he used the word tinoke i think right which is baby in hebrew yeah and he says uh he gets avocado rolls but he takes the avocado out and just eats the rice and the seaweed and gives the avocado to your newborn baby i mean i think that's more um like in his dreams he would do that i don't know if he actually does that you told me he was doing it i mean like, yeah he... maybe he did it once but yeah i guess that's true so Akiva has no idea, uh, <laughs> no recollection of what actually happened here. But in fairness, this was recorded and sent to me on August 17th. So here we go with the Yosef Minute. Yosef. Hi. So I just took you out for sushi. What kind of sushi do you order? Yeah, it's just an avocado. But you don't like avocado. Because I picked avocado out. And what do you do with it? No, so you order an avocado roll and then you just take out the avocado. And what do you eat? Plain sushi. Plain sushi, but why don't you just order a plain sushi roll? Because they can't make it. They can't make it, yeah, that's true. Akiva added that he said, why not order a cucumber roll? And he said, because cucumbers are disgusting. All right, well, this was fine. Skip the Gardner minute. Let's just get out of here. What do you think? Okay. We have a. What we if we do a, two minutes next week? Well, next week we're supposed to be joined by Ian Rosenblum. Does he hate the Gardner we'll see minute? See if we pull, pull that up. Well, usually we wouldn't do a Gardner minute with a guest. That's true. But we could do whatever we want. We could do it now if you want. I'm kind of like. No, nah, we could. We don't. We. I. I. I didn't. I. I even like did research beforehand, and I didn't have a great one for you today. So. Let's hold off to next week. Okay. Well, thank you to Alex, 8826639209773629175 for the five-star review. Uh, you could leave us a five-star review if you want. Uh, go to anchor.fm slash newgirloldguy. You can subscribe, leave reviews, however you normally listen to podcasts. Uh, Kiwi, we'll be back next week, possibly with Ian, possibly not, to cover season four, episode four. Micro. What do you think micro is about? Um, I have no idea. Micro. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. It is what you think. Like a wiener? <laughs> we'll be back next week to cover season four, episode four. Bye, Keith. See you all I want to be ya. Ali and Akiva gonna talk a TV show and maybe Jenny Garner's
All the way to the finale His face is his job She's the captain of NGO 